Breaker, Breaker, One Niner, get your ears on for the Fitness Skills Podcast from GMB. Over the next half hour or so, we're going to be giving you some tips and advice on getting more out of your physical training so you can have more fun in real life. My name is Andy Fawcett, and I'm here with the hero of the GMB Epic Saga, Ryan Hurst, our program director and head coach, and we are about to drop the hammer on a damn good podcast. Dun, dun, dun. What's yeah. up, brother? Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's another day. It's uh, another day. Yeah, another day, is. another donut. <laughs> Doing my thing here, you know? How about you? Sweet. Yeah, it's a wonderful rainy day here in Osaka. About 8.15 in the morning, you know, loving life. Um, it's been a while. Well, it's been a couple weeks since we've done a podcast, so I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah. It's been, it's been a little busy over the past couple of weeks for us all. Definitely. You know. Definitely. So, well, I'm excited to, about every podcast to be well, yeah, to be totally good. honest. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sitting here drinking my green tea in the morning. Awesome. I am um, drinking now, yeah. my uh, I'm drinking my Monster and vodka. Sweet. That's the way to do it. <laughs> That's the way to do it. If you're going to go, you need to go all the way, man. Do it. Little yeah. Red Bull and uh and I heard Red Bull and uh, vodka also goes well together. Um, I'm not not for that, but you yeah, know, hey, I, whatever I, floats I your boat. I, I've never actually had an energy drink. <laughs> so I have here in Japan, you know, those little energy things that I have that have been around for like what thirty years or something. Oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. The little Boy, those foil little pouch up. things. Yes, woo! Little Chinese herbal stuff going on, or in the United States, herbal, herbal as you would say, herbal. herbal. Yes. So is it horrible? It's horrible. It is horrible. It is horrible. Yeah, it makes your your eyebrows cringe. So, which is I don't know if that's possible, but you know. All right. Okay. Well, so what are we talking about? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of really uh, very two things that we both love: uh, napping and pull ups. Yes. Yes. Man, I cannot get enough of either one of those. But first, first question time. Question time. And the first question today is actually something that's that's pretty related to pull-ups. Um, why no bar exercises? Why no bar? Why no bar? Um, I mean, we teach just about every damn thing else uh, that doesn't use weights. We use rings. We talk about pulling and stuff. Why don't we use? Why don't we teach bar exercises, Ryan? Yeah. Well, you know what? They're all related. So, you know, if we teach a pulling exercise, we'll talk about pull-ups here in a little bit, but you can still apply the same principles to a bar. Uh, one of the big reasons why we don't do any bar exercises is, and this isn't a cop-out, this is just for um, the sake that I don't have a bar in my gym. Not to say what that... the hell what? are you talking what? about? You don't have a bar! Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're an exercise expert and you don't have a bar? Ryan, well, you've been featured yeah, well, on multiple calisthenics-themed websites and blogs. You must be a bar athlete. I must be. <laughs> you must own a bar. I must be. No, I've got a set of rings, and that is it. And uh, I like to keep things simple. If, uh, you know, all the people in the in the seminars that attended the seminars in Australia a couple weeks ago, they know that I like to keep things simple. doesn't mean that I make them easy, but I like to keep things simple and show that whatever I teach um, is transferable to anything, whether it be a bar, a rock, 
or even a table if you want to practice something. So I don't think it really depends on uh, the particular thing that you use, but how you do it. We could say something else, but uh, we won't. Yeah, so that's why I don't have a bar in here. Uh, keep it simple. Got a set of rings. And uh, that's about all I need for teaching what I teach. Yeah, and, you know, if, if you just – if you've got a bar and no rings – Hey. It doesn't mean that you, yeah, can't you can still do it all. Use the same kind of principles. Obviously, you can't do all of the same techniques and exercises on a bar that you can on rings. And exactly. there's some things you can do on a bar that you might not be able to do very well on rings, but not so many. Yeah, and so and that's a very good point. And that's that's a big reason why I like to use the rings is because well, as soon as I say this, there's going to be somebody out there like, no, 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 you can do everything the same. But really, I think on rings, uh, there's more, more variations and more things you can use with the rings uh, compared to a bar. So, but that's not just why I don't have a bar. It's just simply being in Japan. It's it's a pain in the ass trying to get somebody to put a bar into into wherever you are over here. Well, so, with, I mean, with, with the situation you had with getting your rope installed, uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, I do have a rope for those of you uh, who don't know. We do have a huge climbing rope. But unfortunately, my daughter was climbing on the climbing rope, and the whole thing came tumbling down on top of her. Thank God she wasn't hurt. And um, anyway, the guy who installed it, well, he just got out of the hospital after me talking with him. Just kidding, just kidding. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous, so I didn't want to ask him to install a bar. So enough of that. What do we got coming up? What's next? All right, uh, let's, let's let's do another question. This is this is one of my favorites. Uh, how do I turn my fat into muscle? Start doing cocaine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I say that? Is that okay? You is can that, say it. Is that <laughs> the wrong? <laughs> just do coke, man. That's the way to lose body fat. Seriously, you'll just tighten up. Um, as far as muscle, yeah, might not have much. Of that. Yeah, it's not, it's not gonna help your muscle if you really want to turn really fat into muscle. You need to so look you're gonna be ripped. You just be ripped. Um, yeah, uh, turning fat into muscle. Well, you know what? It all comes down to diet and doing a little bit of exercise. Um, turning fat into muscle, really. Um, it's a process like anything. Uh, it takes time. Don't think you're going to be able to do it overnight. Um, you just got to be diligent and focus on your nutrition, get things dialed in, and do a little bit of exercise along with that. Um, there are so many different ways and things under the sun that you can do to, um, you know, get rid of body fat and gain muscle. Main thing is just get moving. Look, you know, focus on what you're eating and just move your body. That's about it. And I, I just want to also say, in all seriousness, you know, fat and muscle are two very different things. There's no like yeah. alchemical yeah. process via which you can turn lead into gold or fat into muscle. They're different things. There's no magic pill, despite all the ads you see in your Facebook newsfeed, uh, that will turn fat into muscle. You have to get rid of the fat by burning it, and you have to build new muscle. You can't you can't transmute from one to the other. It, I, I apologize. Uh, for bursting any bubbles with that, uh, you just ruined all the ads out there. Come I know, on, man. I know. How are we going to make money now? Hey, you know what? I My can't God. turn beer into IQ either, uh, and it's a shame. <laughs> like I feel like I am sometimes. You know, uh, the more I drink, the smarter I get. Right? I, yeah, I mean, everyone's experienced that, right? But it just does not work that way with fat and muscle. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so let's get into let's talk about napping uh, because I think that this is actually speaking of muscle, napping is something that's great for 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 burning fat actually as well as building muscle. And it's also yeah. just really really freaking good. Yes, it is. My son, my son, we could just take a lesson from my son, really. And uh, he is like Mr. Power Napper. And if you have kids out there, I think you know what I mean. Uh, Mikey, this is a shout out to you. Just saw a picture <laughs> of your son on Facebook. Looks like he's the Power Napper master. The Alpha Napper uh, of the house. The Alpha Napper. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, napping is great. Um, unfortunately, some of us forget to do it. And I say forget because uh, when your life is so busy and you got a lot of stuff going on, sometimes you have to set aside time to make sure that you get your nap in. Um, kids, you know, naturally, if they're tired, they they fall over onto their face on the floor and just sleep. That's what my son's very good at. Uh, he goes hard, and when he's done and his batteries run out, it's nap time. Um, unfortunately, I think a lot of us just push ourselves a bit too much. And uh, keep going and going and going and going and don't give us a chance, don't give our bodies a chance to relax. So we kind of get worn down. But napping is a great way um, to recharge, not just the body, but also the mind. So, um, you know, recently there's a lot of stuff on Facebook uh, as far as napping, um, about the importance of napping and the best ways to nap. Um, Let's talk about that. Is that cool? Yeah, what are some yeah, good definitely. ways to nap. Yeah, let's yeah. just go. Before we right get into that, though, I do also want to say, you know, uh, there's a lot of, of stuff out there uh, on, on napping lately in terms of, like, really good articles and, and research and stuff. The, uh, there's a really great uh, post on the Buffer blog uh, that we'll yeah. post a link to that really goes into some of the science of napping and stuff like that. And uh, I just want to... You know, we'll we'll talk about a couple of techniques in a second, but I want to say that there's really like there's there's two really great things. You know, one obviously napping it, it gives you a little bit of sleep and helps you you know recuperate your energy. Well, that's great, but napping is great for you know mentally. Uh, now, a lot of people say, "Oh, I can't take a nap. I wake up groggy." We're going to get into why that happens in a couple mm-hmm. seconds and how to avoid it. But the fact is, if you if you wake up groggy, then you're not taking your nap right. Uh, so we're going to get to that in a second. But a good nap, you wake up feeling refreshed and you wake up feeling more energetic and in a better frame of mind. That's just the way it is. If if that's not the case, it means you're not getting enough sleep at night. If you try to take a nap and you drop into a deep sleep for two or three hours, you really need to reconsider a lot of things about your lifestyle and do whatever it takes to get more sleep at night. But a great nap is good because... Uh, if your body is able to take naps because you're getting plenty of regular sleep, then you're going to wake up feeling uh, a lot more mental clarity. The other thing is that it's good for your body too. Your body needs the rest. It relaxes the muscles when you're napping, you know, and it gives you a chance to it, just to catch up mentally and physically. It gives your body a chance to catch up during the day. That's why we like a nap maybe an hour or two after lunch. It's, it's a natural time where there's an energetic lull, your circadian rhythms and all the crap. I'm not going to get into the chemical stuff because it doesn't matter, but everyone's felt it. I don't have to prove to you that you have an energetic lull in the mid-afternoon. Everyone knows this. So just take my advice and, you know, just understand that that means that your body wants to rest. So give it some rest, you know. Uh, We don't have to give a scientific proof for that you should rest when you feel tired, right? So, Yeah. yeah, napping is great. 
for the mind and the body. It's really important. Uh, having a well-rested body is very important if you want to build fat, if you, if you want to build muscle, if you want to burn fat, if you want to learn new skills. All of these things need uh, recovery time and rest. So do nap. You might not be yes. able to do it every day, but do it as many days as you can. Now, how to do that? Ryan, yeah. I know that you yeah. actually lately have been better about naps than I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, okay, maybe not yeah. the past week or so. But in, in general, uh, I, I've been having to work away from home a lot more. So I haven't, you know, I can't really like curl up in the corner at Starbucks. Uh, you know, <laughs> or, I don't know. Maybe I should, but you could just like the homeless guy outside's doing. Come on, right? Now. So, what are what are some of your 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 favorite ways to to get to maybe build a napping habit and and to actually take take actual naps when you do it? Yeah, um, I got home from Australia last week, and um, I hit it really hard as far as working. In Australia, it's pretty much full on all the time. And when I got back, I decided to take a week off from my training. Um, might surprise some of you, but I took a full week off. No exercise whatsoever, oh period. Oh, my God. My God. Oh, my God. I did some light stretching every day, things like that. But really, my main focus was to recover. And so I made sure that I was napping, also making sure that I got plenty of sleep at night. Um, my napping... I kind of got into a really great routine, and I'm continuing with it this week. But right after I eat, um, I'll lie down and set my set my watch to make sure that I don't sleep over 20 minutes. Um, actually, last week though, I let myself sleep kind of as much as possible because I knew I needed to recover. And instead of doing my workouts, which last for a couple hours or longer, I decided to use that time. To I don't want to say catch up, but get as much sleep as possible. Now you can oversleep, of course, but in my case, uh, it, w- it was just a matter of getting as much as possible. So getting into the napping portion of it, I just mentioned the twenty-minute mark. Generally, if you're taking a nap, you don't want to sleep over twenty minutes. Now, some people will be like, "Well, I can't fall asleep within that time." It's like anything; the more you practice the better you'll get at it. So if you can kind of train your body to make that, make good use of that 20 minutes of time, then it will happen. Uh, our mind can wander, think about other stuff, you know, what we have going on during the day. You might even feel kind of weird taking a nap, thinking that you're wasting your time and you should be working or something like that. If you don't have the opportunity, like for example, let's say two in the afternoon, you get really tired and you're like, I really want to take a nap. If you're at work and you do a nine to five kind of job, it's gonna be pretty tough for you to just say to your coworkers, hey, I'm gonna take a 20 minute nap, okay, see ya. Um, I'm sure that management wouldn't really enjoy that. So instead, if you've got an hour break for lunch uh, from 12 to one, eat your lunch and then immediately after that, try and take a nap. Maybe it means that you'll have to put your head down on the table. and take a nap there, that's fine. But there's some options that you can do. For example, I was taking a nap at the gym and there's a lot of different stuff going on around me. So I use earplugs and an eye mask to cover cover and break the light so that yes. I couldn't see anything. So important, it's so important. If you have trouble uh, getting to sleep at night or for a nap, anything you can do to block out light, block out sound, and to cool down your, uh, the, your ambient yes. temperature. 
helps yes. so so much. And so yeah, if you're if you're in a an area where there's other people around, eye mask and earplugs can really make a huge difference in being able to take a nap. And this also goes for when you're on an airplane. Since I spent a lot of time in an airplane going from city to city uh, while in Australia, I made sure that I'm, I'm asking my earplugs with me uh, so that I can could get as much sleep as possible. But going back to the napping portion of it, though, it might seem silly to put on an eye mask and those earplugs, but it's going to make a huge difference. Um, interesting thing, over here in Japan, and I'm sure, Andy, that you know about this, but they have napping cafes. Yes. So basically, yeah, it's just it's awesome. So you go in and... You order a coffee. So you order a coffee, you drink your coffee, and then you take a nap. And since it's Japan, of course, it gets kind of weird. They've got a person, um, a female or a male, you can choose, that will nap with you, (laughs) um, that works there, um, to make sure that you're napping adequately, which is pretty funny. So uh, I won't get into that, but interesting thing about, about, about coffee, though. They're not always dressed up as cats. Exactly, yeah. You can choose, you know, a maid or whatever you want. Anyway, um, so you drink your coffee, and the coffee won't kick in right away. So it's kind of the thought is that, okay, right about the time when it's time for you to wake up after your nap, the coffee's going to kick in. It's going to kind of wake you up. So... That's kind of the theory of, well, theory or the way that they run the, the napping cafes over here in Japan. Um, you could try that, sure. But, you know, I say save your coffee for later. Uh, you know, if you are taking a nap uh, right after lunch, I think that's good. It's also a great time to let your food settle and chill. So instead of watching a movie um, or checking your mail or looking at cat videos on YouTube while you're eating lunch, eat your lunch, uh, turn off your computer, you know, put in your earplugs, eye mask it, and take a nap if you can. Uh, 20 minutes is a good time. Anything longer than that is really going to be a bit too much. Uh, Like Andy mentioned earlier, if you're not getting enough proper sleep in the evening, then... um, it's not that it's going to help you take the nap during the day, but it's it's not going to be as good for you. Yeah. So 20 minutes, I think, is a very good good number to shoot for. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, most people, when they're in a regular rested state and they go to sleep, it takes about 40 to 45 minutes before they're going to drop into REM sleep, into rapid eye movement, which is where you start seeing dreams. And if you get into that, that means that your, your brain waves have slowed to a point that – uh, you know, you're going to feel groggy. Your your brain has kind of changed state. You know, and you don't want that to happen. That's why keeping it to that 20 minute mark works really well. Um, if you have trouble with not okay, well, let's go into one thing. If you have trouble with falling immediately into a deep sleep, like I said earlier, that means that you're not rested enough, and you need to you need to revisit uh, an earlier podcast we did on morning and evening routines, and and really look at how you're how you're getting yourself ready to sleep so you can get really good sleep at night. Uh, but if you find that you, uh, like Ryan mentioned, have trouble getting to sleep, uh, like you said, it's really just a matter of creating that habit and training yourself to do it. And so, I recommend going on and just blocking out that time regardless you know if you if you put on your eye mask and your earplugs and you have an alarm set uh for yourself at for 20 minutes and you just sit there and you don't go to sleep 
will just start with just sitting there for a few minutes, you know, yeah. just yeah. wait it out. If if you don't get to sleep, at least you're letting your body rest and you can practice trying to calm your thoughts down. Now, you can't be like, don't think, don't think, don't think, because that's going to make your mind, you know, go crazy, right? But you can practice just taking that time and sort of letting your thoughts slow down, even if you can't get to sleep. And it's not like meditating or anything, really, but it's still better than nothing. And over time, your body's going to get acclimated to this and your mind's going to get acclimated to it. And I I promise within like a week or so of just setting some time aside and pretending you're going to take a nap, you'll actually get a decent nap. Yes. And also, to add to that, I like to make sure that it's right around the same time every single day. Yeah. So you create that, okay, your body naturally knows it's we're getting close to nap time kind of thing. We, you know, do the same thing with kids if you have kids. Um, just because kids do it doesn't mean that we can't. So I remember my grandfather, he would always take a nap at the same time every single day. And I always like, God, why do you want to sleep? But now it makes sense, especially if you do have kids. But um, setting the time aside every single day, that's, if you can, the same time each day to set yourself up to be able to take a great nap. So going back, looking at what we talked about, setting aside the time each day, not going over 20 minutes. If you can, make sure that you have an eye mask or you know earplugs or something that will cut out, cut out the noise and the light and also a place that's not too hot. So those are just kind of the basics um, of taking a good nap. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I promise that you will, will thank us uh, for for the advice of doing this, please please try it out. No no cop outs and no oh well I can't or I no seriously you can you can you totally and can. starting you know, starting January we're going to have napping seminars located all over the world. Feel yes. free to sign up at yeah it's only it's only six hundred dollars for the weekend. It's called the 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 GMB Nap Pro program. I, sounds great. That sounds really <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> we're going to be offering certifications, and you can yes. just uh, you can just uh, pay one hundred dollars, and somebody in a forum will watch your napping video and tell you if it's good enough. Um, By the way, since we're speaking of napping, he just reminded me of something, Jarlo. Oh God, I love Jarlo so much. That man can nap anywhere. I remember we were in a seminar. Jarlo has a gift. He does. It's it's absolutely amazing. We're in a seminar and we were doing yoga. It was a yoga deal. And at the very end, we're all doing corpse pose. Okay. And if you don't know what that is, basically just think of a dead person lying on the back, looking up and relaxing with your eyes closed. So it's all quiet. And the instructor's like, okay, breathe in, breathe out. And you hear this. And then it's quiet, and I was in here again. And Jarlo falls asleep in this seminar in corpse pose, and everybody's like, "What the hell?" But it was the best thing in the world, and um, uh, I wish I I could do that now. But at the time, I was so uh, high strung with everything that I could, and it was just amazing to uh, hear Jarlo in that seminar. Amazing <laughs> stuff. So nap when you can. That's yes. the moral of the story. Nap yes. when you can. Definitely, nap definitely, can. definitely do it. Um, so what else we got going on? Yeah, let's talk about pull-ups because okay. I mean, we've talked about them before. We've got like a billion and a half tutorials on various aspects of pull-ups and pull-up techniques and and different things. We cover them thoroughly in uh, you know in the Rings One program. 
and uh, we have additional tutorials for them in Alpha Posse. Man, we have talked about pull-ups a lot, and it's not just us. It's not unique. I mean, everyone, pull-ups are a great oh, exercise, and lots of people have written some amazingly useful, uh, helpful articles on them, great tutorials and things, but people still stall on pull-ups. Why the hell, with all this great information about pull-ups, can some people still uh, not make progress, you know? What's wrong yeah. with everybody? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with people? Um, great question, and this also relates to any other skill out there. Um, looking at the pull-ups, of course, pull-ups are based around scapular health. So basically your shoulder blades, making sure that your shoulders and everything surrounding that area is strong and you know how to use them properly. Uh, stalling on a particular movement, in this case pull-ups, it can, can actually be sometimes when you're, I don't want to say overworking it, but maybe forgetting the basics. So sometimes when you stall, it's good to just take a step back or two or three or four steps back and revisit the basics. For example, what we call the pulling prep. Um, go back, strengthen, work on the basics and that. And then that will actually give you a sort of an active recovery so that when you go back and start working on your pull-ups again, it's going to help you get them faster. So, so it, it of course, and, depends and on the person. Go describe uh, what the pulling prep movement is. Yeah, the pulling prep movement is basically... Uh, you're you're in a dead hang, whether it's on a bar or a set of rings. Doesn't no, no, matter. no, they're totally different. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Completely different. Um, where your arms are completely locked out, they're straight, and you're pulling your shoulders down as you're pulling your chest up. But you're trying to keep your body straight. We're not trying to pull up into a front lever or something like that. So you're basically pulling your your shoulder blades down. Keeping your arms straight. This is not the. This is not a pull up. So, in other words, you're not bending your arms. They're always, or pardon me, you need to keep them straight the entire time. This is a pulling prep, and this is what's really going to make the um, the the structure solid, so that you can prepare yourself to be able to even start the pull up. The problem comes is when people think that a pull up is with the arms. Uh, you want to use. The back. You want to use, you know, the core. The core. The pull-up for me is a, just a great ab exercise, to be honest. And if you're doing a pull-up and you don't feel it in your core and the abs, then something's wrong. You're not. You're not using it properly. So going back and looking at the basics, the pulling prep, keeping the arms straight, pulling the shoulders down, pulling the chest up as high as you can before you start the initial bent arm pull is so important because that's going to help incorporate the back and all of the muscles of the core that are needed to help you get the pull up yeah. so go ahead no I, I said yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah so so stalling on a particular move simply means that you might be overworking it or you're forgetting something within the movement um, and typically that comes down to the basics so when in doubt go back to the basics Reevaluate what's going on and what you need to work on, strengthen that area, and then go back and try whatever skill you're doing again. Yeah. Uh, say, this is something we. T 
I want to also say, like, with pull-ups, you know, there's a lot of different reasons you might stall, too. I mean, there's there's stalling at zero pull-ups, there's stalling at two pull-ups, there's stalling at five pull-ups, and stalling at ten pull-ups. Those are all pretty much different things. Like, if you're stalling at zero... I mean, there there could be a lot of things. I mean, you you could have like really really weak you know back muscles, right? And the way to build that is by working on this thing. But you can't expect that it's going to change overnight, you know? Exactly. Uh, and and just what you said, time. yeah. If if you know the zero zero to one is is huge. That's tough. But if you're if you're already at like maybe three pull ups and you're having trouble getting more, well, I got to be honest. It's just a matter of doing more. And I'm not talking like more like, okay, got to do five, got to do six. No, like throughout the day. Or maybe you you need to focus on just doing a couple pull-ups every single day. Yeah. Just doing more of the skill is actually going to help make it better. Yield, grease the groove. Grease the groove, baby. Yep. But it really helps. You know, if you can do do three pull-ups right now, you can probably do three pull-ups in two hours. Absolutely. You know, without rest in between. So you've already gone from three pull-ups to six pull-ups in a day just by giving yourself another chance to do it. That doesn't mean you should do it every two hours. Yeah, it doesn't mean you should wake up during the night at two-hour intervals and do pull-ups either. But, you know, do them, you know, when you think about it. You know, do them when you can. And by adding more, then that's going to help out a lot. You know, if you you can't do a single pull-up, you know, and you're overweight or something, well, yeah, you're yeah. probably going to need to lose some weight. And that doesn't yeah. mean you should stop working on pull-ups. You should keep working on just that prep movement. Uh, and even if you can only get like a half inch of, of movement in it, you know, as you do that, you imagine you're doing that with more weight. So as you strengthen yourself and lose weight, you're actually going to have like compound uh, progress. Yes, that's good. That's good. You know, you're going to be getting stronger and lighter at the same time. So, you know, don't give up if it seems like you're stuck. That's the most important thing when you stall on something is to is to is to change your strategy. If you're doing it a ton and you're stalled, you need to back off. If you're not doing it very much and you stalled, you need to do more. You know, stalling means that that some some part of your adaptive process in your body has has stopped. You've reached a homeostasis somewhere. And so you need to introduce some sort of change uh, to to make that happen, to kickstart it. Muscle confusion. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I'll just clean. I'll have to clean up my computer. Uh, Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, but but that was is exactly what you said. That was great. So um, if you're doing too much, back off. If you're not doing enough, do more. That's the answer to life, right there. Yep. yep. <laughs> Miles Davis, I think, said it best when a young guitarist named John Schofield joined his band. Uh, and Miles Davis, you know, his band was full of jazz legends, and uh, Schofield was wondering, you know, how he should really fill his role in the band as an accompanist and as a soloist at times. And he he went to Miles. Uh, before a show one time and asked, you know, do you have any specific direction for, for my role in the band? And Miles said, yeah, when they play fast, you play slow. When they play slow, you play fast. Cool. That's basically That's what cool. you got to do with your training sometimes. You've, you've got to just change the strategy up a little bit. And uh, John Schofield, if you don't know, is one of the greatest uh, jazz guitarists of all time. Hell yeah. I think uh, that's that's a good post right there. I need to post that shit. 
<laughs> cool. All right, man. I think I would. You know, we talked about some good stuff today. Napping, yeah. and uh, after you're done with your pull-ups, go take a nap. You'll be good to go. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, let us know what you'd like to hear on a future podcast. Uh, share, share the love. Tell people about it. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Send cookies to Amber. Um, yes. Please, please send cookies to Amber because a happy Amber means a happy Ryan and Andy. Yes, it does. All right. Thanks. Be good. Laters.